Good morning world, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Wherever you're listening to me from, welcome, 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 and happy new month to you all. You know, February is widely recognized as a month dedicated and, um, you know, just dedicated to and focused on love. And one of my favorite definitions is the fact that love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. And of course, that's from 1 Corinthians 13, 48. So I pray that this month will be filled with love, you know, and whoever you're showing love to just make sure that it rejoices with the truth and not at wrongdoing. It's hard, but it it's possible because love bears all things, believes all things and hopes all things. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is episode 58. If you are new here, thank you for, for always, always joining my space. And if you are always here, thank you so much for the continued support. Please remember to download this and every other episode before listening and be sure to share it with somebody else. All right. To share the gems that we, we, we get, you know, from each uh, interviewee. All right. So in today's conversation, you will hear from my friend Tanisha Newman Hudson. And I met Tanisha in 2017 when I was at Heart um, Beauty School. You know, we were there studying um, general beauty therapy. And it was such a good time with her and the others that we met. Um, she's really kind and, you know, easygoing and is always ready to help, you know. And she's an entrepreneur, you know, and also a certified beauty general beauty therapist uh this wasn't an easy conversation for us but we made it and um she left some valuable gems for you that are listening all right so pretty much grief is a painful experience so what we spoke about was the life you know just her life after her daughter um rihanna passed um she reflected on her daughter's school life you know her dreams lessons and the entire journey she recalls how she got her nickname, which is Riri. And her Rihanna is um, Rihanna, actually. It's not spelled like, you know, the one that we know. It's R-E-Y-E-N-A. And, you know, she reflected also on her favorite meal, you know, that she really liked to cook. And so much more. It was touching. She says that Rihanna means a ray of sunshine. And I could see that because I remember when I met her daughter, she was just so kind and pleasant you know and um just just the sweetest she had she she, she had a lot of um, manners you could tell that you know she was raised properly and rihanna was 17 years old when she died on september 10th 2021 and of course it still hurts as her family and loved ones they are trying to cope and keep li living take a listen Hi, this is Oshane Mays and you're tuned into Tosh Base with Shantel. But I'm here, oh please come near. 
All right, Tanisha, welcome to Tashface Podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining me in my space today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's indeed a pleasure. I've been waiting to do the podcast for such a long time. <laughs> and finally get the opportunity to do something that I know will speak volume to many parents. Yes, 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 indeed. All right, so let us start with you introducing yourself, you know, tell us what you do and, um, you know, that sort of thing, who you are or what you do. Okay, my name is Tanisha Newman Hudson. Mm -hmm. I am a mother of two beautiful children, a son and a daughter. Mm -hmm. um, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm mm -hmm. also a certified beauty therapist. Mm-hmm. Man, you remember them days there, um, GVT days? Lord Jesus, yes, Chantal. Um, wow. Yeah, I still recall those days, the hours, the time, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. not having to, having, well, remember the days when we had to stay in class and we never get no time for the certain stuff because mm -hmm. we have to do on weekends. And, and Sundays. Mm. Yeah, it was. It was active. It was a journey. We made it. And I'm so happy that we met there and we met other, you know, some other nice people. And that's just beautiful because that's what True. life is about. Yes, All right. So tell us how you're doing today. You, you already introduced um, the topic by saying that, you know, you are going to, about to speak, speak about something that will speak volume to other parents. So tell us how you are doing today before we get into the topic. All right. Um, today is not really a bad day mm -hmm. to say, but you know, there 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 are good days and there are bad days mm -hmm. because there are days when I do recall a lot of stuff that has happened. You know, you're emotional, and you know, you just have to try to deal with it. But today is fairly a pretty good day for me so far. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. All right, so we are, you know, going to reflect on um, Rihanna's life, you know, by just reminiscing on how she, she tell us about how she got the nickname, because remember, I mean, the fact that she was your first, you'll remember, you'll probably remember how you got to that name, and, you know, what's the nickname, too, we can share that with the listeners. Okay, so, um, you know, initially, it was, it was a friend who gave her the name because you know um she her name is Rihanna it means light or no ray of sunshine mm -hmm. um right for ray for ray is a ray of sunshine so mm -hmm. um particularly on this occasion I had a friend normally she would come and visit mm -hmm. and she 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 liked Rihanna from she was a baby everybody liked Rihanna because she was a chubby baby, you know, mm -hmm. a chubby baby. So everybody really loved her and stuff. So she just came one day and she starts saying, I'm Riri. Mm. Riri. And, and you know, the name stick. I mean, say Riri, but that shot a nice man. Mm -hmm. You can call her Riri. So we, keep, we just started calling her Riri from then or Ray. Her best friend called her Ray. And mm -hmm. we call Riri for short for Rihanna. Mm -hmm. So that mm -hmm. is how the name stuck on her. Because mm -hmm. she just came the day and, and she said, Riri, um, you're pretty, she's pretty. And that was how it, it stuck on her for 
from ever since from yeah. birth until now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's nice. All right, so tell us uh, what she was like. So, you know, like maybe what was her favorite thing to do and not do, that sort of thing. Well, um, Rena, Rena really didn't have anything favorite per se, mm-hmm. more than just like being a teenager. Well, she would be in her phone because, you know, she's a teenager. Mm-hmm. So it would be mostly her phone or listening to music mm-hmm. she likes to sing, even though she can't sing <laughs> she likes to cook mm-hmm. her favorite thing is cooking um turkey neck so turkey neck. Oh, yeah okay. she was she was a specialist on that she liked yes. doing the antelope fried chicken so that, that that gave her the chance the opportunity to go in the kitchen because she's mm-hmm. normally not a person who likes to cook Mm-hmm. You never get her cookie yet. Mm-hmm. But because she loves turkey neck and fried chicken, yeah. Yeah, she would have cooked a cup of some just to eat her turkey neck and her fried chicken. And she was very good at it. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't eat it, mm-hmm. she was great at cooking turkey neck. Yeah, man. Everybody who came and eat, even her uncle mm-hmm. would come one, uh, one time. Mm-hmm. He came for visiting, and then she had cooked the turkey neck. So, you know, him asked her what she was cooking. So she yeah. told him that she was doing turkey neck. So I'm mm-hmm. saying, Rihanna, you can cook turkey neck. Yeah. So she said, Yes, Uncle Courtney. <laughs> so, said, all right, I'm going to taste it, you know. So when he did, he said, No, man, Riri, mm-hmm. the turkey neck have one. I'm going to ask you for the recipe. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, she was really um, into cooking her stuff, things that she really liked. Yeah. But um, separate and apart, she she was always into her phone, either listening music, watching Netflix, and all those stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, in her younger days, she would play, but um, you would say she's more of a quiet child. Mm-hmm. She's on the quiet side, yeah. You, you don't normally see her on the outside, even now, since everything happened. Mm-hmm. You don't normally see her on the outside because she's not her outside person. You would mm-hmm. say she's an introvert because she she only talks to people who she she knows. Mm-hmm. So you practically say, yeah, she's an introvert. She don't really have much friends. So she's normally inside. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So... You, you can tell us a little bit about, like, you know, um, how old she was and what did she dream of becoming and, you know, school life. What was that like for her? Um, school life was good for her. Um, she attended Alpha mm-hmm. um, Convent of Mercy Alpha Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, she was there for five years. Mm-hmm. She... She pursued the sciences because she first she wanted to become a pathologist. Mm-hmm. But then we always keep asking her, why is it that you want to become a pathologist? And she said, but mommy, um, the dead people can't talk back to you. So, you know, it mm-hmm. would give her more insight on, on stuff like those, like how people die and... Mm-hmm. And, and what it would be to, to, to look at them and to... To, to see the internal organs just mm. when well, that was her thing but 
you know, after a while, when she started doing the sciences, she changed. And then she said, you know, I want to do forensic science. Okay. So I said, okay, no problem. That, that would be good because at mm-hmm. least you could join the police force and it mm-hmm. would be a forensic science scientist for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she pursued and she studied. And that was what she wanted to become, you know, before her untimely death and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was that was that was her dream. I could mm-hmm. say that was a dream. That was something that she really wanted to do because you know the sciences are very hard and very hard. to be honest, I would never mm-hmm. try to do a science subject, trust me. But that is what she wanted. So we allowed her to be who she wanted to be. Mm-hmm. We told her if that was what you want, anything you wanted, that was what you would accomplish. Mm-hmm. She go for that, and with her with her um subjects at CXC, she got all the sciences that she wanted plus mm-hmm. maternity. So mm-hmm. she copped eight subjects. Eight subjects. Yeah. Eight. Yes, nice. In CSEC. Mm-hmm. So you, you have them certificate there now, right? Yes, I do. Um, no, I don't, you know. But I can I can always view it on the oh online mm-hmm. website, right? Mm-hmm. I do, I don't know where she what she did with it, but I know that she has the subjects. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell us a little bit about um you know favorite moments with her, like you know with her and her brother. And, you know, just the family or just being with her? All right. Um, favorite moments with Rihanna would be her and her brother because they were always in tune. They were always doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, well, even though she was jealous, to be honest, mm-hmm. when her brother came along. Yeah, she was so jealous. She said she wanted to be an only child. How old was she when he, when he was born? She was nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yes, she wanted to be an only child then. But you know, as as time goes by mm-hmm. and she started to accept that she has a brother, you know, they were so inseparable because you know there are moments when if she's not home, he would call her and say, Rihanna, mm-hmm. I mean I can come home. Mm-hmm. I'm something I want to tell you. I just want to do something with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and they had their moments because you know, um prior to everything, if he got anything, if he got anything new, he would call her and say, mm-hmm. When you know get a new tablet, Ariana, you hear the new skill bank song will come out. Mm-hmm. You know, saying they had they had their little moments. Mm-hmm. to get but like family she and her grandmother was good mm-hmm. she well she loved her grandmother a lot because she would always tell her grandmother that grandma you know i'm here to take care of you and stuff like those so you know it was good it was good it was good um i thought i was ready for this but the fact that the fact that i knew rihanna it it's it's like it's extremely hard and i know what grief is like 
but um because i remember when i met her the first time we were at heart um heart school beauty school yeah and you took her to do you know as your 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 model to do makeup and yes, stuff I remember, and yeah i remember yeah. like she was so stuff, yeah. yeah she was younger back then but she was just so respectful you know so so um so she pleasant was, and was. you know yeah because even me everyone was calling me auntie and i am i am close to age, close in age <laughs> with her at the, i was close in age with her at the time and it was just weird but yes. just to show you you know the fact that respectful her respectful she yeah. was yes yeah. she's a very mannered child yeah, yeah she never go out of place everybody mm -hmm. that knew her you know mm -hmm. they, they like the fact that she never tried to disrespect them or anything like that she was always willing to do something for somebody if they mm -hmm. asked her she mm -hmm. had manners she was respectable mm -hmm. yes yeah, so always smiling well spoken um, yeah always smiling and 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 she she have a tendency you know the smile always infectious and anybody around her would be happy mm -hmm. and yeah she would always be smiling though yeah, that's I what i really missed about her yeah so how is how is um zadine coping her brother how is he doing well, he's he's coping in but you know um I, I don't know if if he's fully there yet mm -hmm. i know he misses her i mm -hmm. know that um, there was an instance mm -hmm. in, in christmas when he he, he got he got a, he got a tablet mm -hmm. from auntie Shankala. Yeah. he wanted to call her to tell her Right. Okay. He wanted to call her to tell her that he got it up because anything, mm. anything that was new or anything, he would always call his sister to tell her. Mm. Even just to bother her, he would go. Even just to bother her, he would call her and you know they would have their discussions and stuff. Mm -hmm. But you know, because he wanted to call her, know that he could call. Mm. It was really a sad. It was a sad moment because he started crying and I could understand why because he had heard such. Mm -hmm. They had they had such a bond, you know, like a, the bond you can never break. Yeah, siblings. You yeah. can never break them, you know. So um that was really hard for me when I saw when I saw him crying, I had to really hug him and tell him that everything is gonna be alright, even though we know that he's very hard. Mm -hmm. just be there to console him mm -hmm. so that 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 really that really um hit us part mm. just to say that you know you never know what is going to happen you never know you never know and you just have to tell your loved ones that you love them because you never really and truly know when they're gonna leave this earth Mm-hmm.
Mm-hmm. Because because it was just a case where she just went on a trip, right? And um, yes, it was. Yeah, usually you go on a trip, you you're looking forward to come yeah, back. Yeah, so you can... yeah, yeah, you're expecting to come back, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad because of, you know the grief, the, the grief, the mm-hmm. grief is still there because mm-hmm. you know I didn't even get. I didn't even get to say goodbye because mm-hmm. it was like I saw her the day before mm-hmm. and she was okay. Well, I would say she was 100%, but, yeah, but she was improving. She was okay. Yeah, she was okay. Mm-hmm. And I told her that I was going to come tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So when I received the call early on the Friday morning of September 10 to say that she had. Um, I need to get to the hospital. I was kind of concerned, but mm-hmm. I wasn't overly concerned because I was saying that maybe it's just something needed to be done at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to run yeah, and I'm going to see her. Yeah. I'm going to get to talk to her. And when I got there, the doctor was hesitant. He was saying that um, I should come and look at her the word and I was saying Doc what was wrong and he was saying him can't tell me because we'll have to wait until we get there. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying well all right let's wait until we get there. But when we got there no mm-hmm. he put me to the side and said I must sit down and I'm saying then Doc if if she's okay why do I need to sit? Mm-hmm. And he was saying you know, I'm so sorry, but I have to tell you that your daughter passed away. And I was like, what? Mm. I was like, are you sure? I was saying, are you are you serious? And he was like, yes. Mm. And I was like, so what happened? Mm. And they were saying that they don't know. They mm. don't know that she bled out and mm. all of that. Mm. But... For those who didn't know, yeah, she 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 met in a car accident. Yeah, twentieth July the twenty fifth, mm. like three days before my birthday. Three days and before your birthday, yeah. Like three days before my birthday, mm. it was a Sunday evening when I received the call mm-hmm. to say that she met in the accident, and I was like, accident, well. I was saying it wasn't anything serious because they mm-hmm. said that she just got a, bu- a, a bump on her forehead. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, maybe it was a concussion mm-hmm. and she was okay. Mm-hmm. So oh, when I got the other call, that was when I know it was more severe than that because they had to admit her. They rushed her to the St. Anne's Bay Hospital mm-hmm. and yeah, they had performed some um emergency on her because she had a laceration to the right side of the head mm-hmm. so they had to shave that area and stitch it up but mm-hmm. that was when i know it was so severe because they said they were going to transfer to king Cape to kingston yeah mm-hmm. right. so when she got to kingston i was waiting that night i waited until the ambulance came mm-hmm. because i thought they would have reached probably a bit earlier, but they met in some accident. They mm. yes, so they they themselves met in the ambulance met in an accident while they were coming. 
while they were coming, right? Yeah, they um some car mm. went up in the back of the ambulance. Mm. And I think the nurse that was there, she got a sprain hand. Yeah. Oh. So they took longer than expected. Mm. So but I waited patiently mm-hmm. until she came and you know I was there. So when I know that when 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 I saw the ambulance, I went over and when I saw my baby, I was so it was mm-hmm. it was so difficult to look because yeah. she had a swollen forehead, like a big contusion in her mm-hmm. forehead and mm-hmm. she was really talking she was responding she was she was responding but she was not really communicating she was not talking nothing like that mm-hmm. so you know it was very serious at the point i was there with her the whole time until they got the bed for her and everything mm-hmm. morning she the next morning she had to do she had to do a surgery on the brain to release the blood mm-hmm. that was at the for the front of the forehead. So mm-hmm. surgery was successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, when I saw her the next day, I couldn't believe it was my baby because her head was swollen, her face was swollen. I was saying, God. I wonder mm-hmm. if she's gonna make it, but you know, I, I ask people to pray for her, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I, there was nothing I would do. I was there. Sometimes I didn't even want to leave, but because you know it was COVID, and you could stay, you know, you had mm-hmm. to go because they were only taking visitors for a short period of time, and you know, I, I could stay there with her. Mm-hmm. So you know, all of the things was kind of nerve-wracking because yeah. I was I can't even get to touch her because COVID and they're saying they don't want the patient to have COVID and all of mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. but you know in the midst of everything the prayers going up um I saw I saw a progress right yeah. and I was saying God if she live any oh she stay I would definitely t- accept it as it is because mm-hmm. you know i didn't want to i didn't want to lose her yeah, so i was yeah. saying god anyway anyway she come back i was willing even if i forget the nurse just to take care of her mm-hmm. i would so you know i was hoping as a mother you know you're gonna you're gonna hope for things to happen mm-hmm. and you know i see i see the work Mm-hmm. I see the prayers, I see the results because honestly, mm-hmm. the nurses, the nurse, the nurses and doctors said mm-hmm. they weren't sure if she was gonna make it because she was out of the woods. And I, you know, my, my daughter fought. Yeah, she fought because I know that she wanted to live. She fought, even though she she wasn't talking. Because at one point. She was on life support. Yeah. And uh, um, they, they, they said that they were going to take her off and try to wean her off mm-hmm. the life support. And I saw her go through that stage. Mm-hmm. And I saw her come through it till she 
until they gave her the trachea. Mm -hmm. So no, I, I felt so good. I felt relieved. I was saying yes. Mm -hmm. She doing it. Mm -hmm. She working. Mm -hmm. She she fighting. Yeah. But then but then um weeks go by and then you would see more and more progress on the mm -hmm. scale on the on, on the Glasgow scale. Mm -hmm. She was doing really good. Mm -hmm. And I was saying, okay, then I know that she's gonna make it because at one point she she had to do physio because she was moving her left arm, mm -hmm. the arm and the legs, mm -hmm. the leg, uh, the leg on the left side and the arm on the left side wasn't working because they weren't moving. And mm -hmm. I saw a progress because they were working on her. Um, at one point she had um. They had to tape her eyes together because she was tearing up into the into the ceiling because she had her head in one position and she mm -hmm. tore the cornea of her mm -hmm. of her eyes. Yes, so they had to band that ear, band the eyes down so mm -hmm. that she could recover her sight. And I see that that worked out everything. I mean, I saw miracles after miracles. I saw things mm -hmm. happening. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was just saying, yes, yes. I see yeah. God working. But, then, you know, that's that dreadful. And she was there for almost, she was there for several weeks. So I'm saying, yes, if she's there for several weeks and mm -hmm. things are going good and I see mm -hmm. progress making and all of that, oh, and did I lose her? How mm -hmm. did I lose her? Because mm -hmm. they couldn't even give me an answer as to as to what happened. All they said that she bled. She bled out. Mm -hmm. And I don't I I really don't know if I can accept that, but that is what they said, you know. Mm -hmm. I really truly am I'm hurting because yeah. I'm so hurting for so many reasons. I didn't get a final goodbye. farewell. I didn't even get to say goodbye. I know that she was sick. I know that having a brain surgery was critical and mm -hmm. all of that, but to know that I was I was truly really expecting the results that I got. Yeah. All right. So you know, um, she died September tenth of twenty twenty one. That day will always be in my head. It will mm -hmm. always bring memory because my daughter even she didn't even get to see her 18th birthday she would have been 18 october the 13th mm -hmm. and she never she never lived to see her 18 birthday but i'm 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 trying to to be upbeat about it i'm just saying that i don't know what would have happened if she came out of the hospital. I don't know what the results would have been. I don't mm -hmm. know what her state would have been. Mm -hmm. I don't know what what would have been. But mm -hmm. if this is 
the reason why God took her from me because he knew what was going to happen then I just have to accept it mm. but it's mm. a very hard thing to accept yeah 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 it's a, it's a process but I'm trusting the process mm -hmm. I'm going through the grief mm -hmm. um, there are days when I just don't feel like doing anything yeah and you know, there are days when I have to be strong for myself. I have to be strong for my son. Mm -hmm. I have to be strong overall. So, yeah. you know, I'm just taking it one day at a time. You're doing well. I think you're doing well. Um, you know, and I just, I'm just happy that you have um, your su the support system around you. You have your mom, you have your husband, you have friends, you have, you know, your son. And you know, just having those persons around you is is it's enough. I, I can tell yes, you, sir. and it's just one day at a time kind of thing. And because yes, um, I mean, the 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 aim is not to forget Rihanna. It's just to you know get to the point of just accepting she's no longer physically with you, but um, yes. to cherish the memories. You know, the the lessons she would have um, taught you guys, um, just the little things that she would have done to bring joy and and that sort of thing to you. So, you know, yes. on that note, I wanted to know what do you do today to just like, you know, keep her, her, to celebrate her, her life today? What do you do, you know, whether alone well, or with the family? Well, um, for me, mm -hmm. I always, well, she has stuff that, um, she, as she has clothing that I don't give away, I keep okay. them. Mm -hmm. as as memory to look on you mm -hmm. know i i um have pictures of her mm -hmm. in my phone mm -hmm. um i have a picture on the top of my chest here that mm -hmm. i keep i just look at her every day and i say good morning riri mm -hmm. you know just even though i know that she's not here with me Mm -hmm. You know, we still do even my mom she would do it. She say good morning, Riri. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we're just trying to keep her in memory because you know, yes. after a while, yeah, you know, because she's not here, you're gonna totally forget. But we try, we try not to forget. Yeah, we just yeah. it's gonna be hard for you to forget. Others will forget, but you and the family is going to be hard for you to forget because, yes, it you is. know. And it, it yeah. definitely is right now hard mm -hmm. for us to forget. Yeah. Because, you know, we would know that she would be here or if she's not at school, mm -hmm. she would um, she would be home on her phone as usual mm -hmm. or she'd be on her laptop as usual because mm -hmm. those are two comforts. So yeah. she would be here. Even doing that, and you know, our brother would be the annoying little brat from mm -hmm. working. Yeah, so you know, we try to keep. We 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 have stuff that we keep as reminder yes. that, yeah, she's still here with us in thought, in memories. Yes. We can see pictures around us to just remind us mm -hmm. of her. So yeah, we 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 have that. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Having those those things are always good because then sometimes when you look at a particular picture, you remember what was happening that day, you yes. know, stuff like that. So I I like that, and you have videos of her dancing and stuff like that. So yes, I mean, that's do. that's good. That's good. 
I mean, it's it, it's not the same, but but it yes, helps. It, it helps. It helps. Yes, it does help. Yeah, and that's something I always tell people. Just make memories. Just take pictures, videos. I know you have family members who they don't even like the camera, but just try to ask them for the sake of memory. You know, because you just it's just may never know. And that's just never reality. Definitely never know. You just may never know. In life, we 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 are we 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 know. You know one thing we know mm -hmm. that in life there is death, but you mm -hmm. know you are never fully prepared for prepared. death. Yep. No one is ever prepared for death. So you know mm -hmm. when it comes on your doorstep, mm -hmm. it's just it's just difficult to deal with. It is, and the first I can tell you um, that the first from experience that the first um, method or the first thing to deal with this is acceptance, and that will take some time because. Um, you know, I remember when my mother passed away. There were days that I would I would get home from school, right? Because usually I would go pick up my brother from daycare, yada yada, yada and go home. So I'd get home from school, and I'd be sitting and waiting for her to come home. You know, and it wasn't until the point where I realized that she's not coming. You know, so so that's what slowly helped me to accept. And until I accepted it. You, nobody could tell me anything. I mean, I'd kind of cut myself off from you know everybody, so nobody was telling me anything really. But I, I just, I just couldn't see any other thing because I did not accept it. It was until I accepted it that um, healing and everything else, you know, came along to help. Not that I'm fully there because I don't, I don't know, you know, how long that is. Like I said, it's a process, you know, and I don't think, yes. I don't think I'm, I'm fully, you know, like healed, so to speak, like forget because i cannot i cannot forget right exactly but, but it starts with accepting you know and it seems like that's where you're you're at you know are trying to get to so yes i'm trying to get to the accepting part i know mm -hmm. and i know that she's not here so i just have to try and accept it mm -hmm. um but you know um it's just a process from for yeah. me it's just the process. Mm -hmm. Um, there are days when I, I, I don't want to say mm -hmm. that she's not here because you know I'm in denial. I'm still mm -hmm. in denial to say um she's not home, she's just mm -hmm. not home. But I really do have to be accepting of the fact that she's not physically with us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it gets better. I mean, it, it's it's not going to be all okay, but it gets better after that, you know. Like you said in the beginning, there are good days and then there are bad days. And I think that's fine. You know, it's a balance. Yeah, so all right. I want you to just tell me uh, a few lessons you, you know, you learned from her. You know, the 17 years that you had. What What were some of the things that stood out? Um, for me, mm -hmm. one thing that definitely put me into perspective is that mm -hmm. life is truly short, mm -hmm. so we have to live, mm -hmm. live the best way we can, Mm -hmm. be good to others be kind because you never know people out there is truly going through some some worse 
things, things yeah. that we don't even speak about, know about. Yeah. And, you know, to be kind is always good. Yeah. You know, she, she taught me that life is here for us to live. So we yeah. just have to just live our life the best way we can. Yeah. You know, never live with fear. Mm-hmm. Don't live with doubts or regrets. Just mm-hmm. sleep. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. Nice lessons. And your final message to, you know, other bereaved parents today, because like you said in the beginning, this would definitely, you know, help um, a lot of persons who had to, you know, to pretty much just send away, bury their child. I know it's, I know grief in general is hard. And something that I've always heard about is that, you know, it, it becomes, because there are levels, right? And everybody um, grieves yes, in a different is. way. But, you know, a, peer, a child can bury their parent, and it's still hard. But then you come yes. on the flip side where a parent is burying their child, and it's just like yes. it, it becomes hard again. You Very hard. hard. You know, you keep asking yourself, should a mother have to bury a child? Mm-hmm. Should a mother really have to bury a child? You know, you know because we do... We, we, society you would say it is a norm for a child to bury their parents mm-hmm. and until then until we can see that it's not that way anymore and the flip mm-hmm. side is that we sometimes have to bury because remember even a mother that has a baby and that has been waiting for a child to come out mm-hmm. you know after you have prepared yourself for that child mm-hmm. you know you have everything ready for that child and mm-hmm. when the child gets here you mm-hmm. know the child dies a day or two after mm-hmm. you know the same situation you mm-hmm. have to bury your child mm-hmm. so we have to get ourselves in the groove to say well no parents do have to bury their children mm-hmm. it's not something that we want to happen mm-hmm. but it happen yeah. and if it does we just have to deal with it accordingly yeah okay any um final thoughts before i take your affirmation that you want to um, leave with those sure. sure for the listeners out there i just want to say i mean no um i i can't tell you that you're not to grieve. I can't tell you don't cry. I can't tell you um, don't be hurt. I can't say don't be angry because at one point I was really angry. Mm-hmm. And if you're a believer of God and, you know, you, you might be angry at God because I I was really angry at God because, mm-hmm. you know, I said he promised me that everything was going to be all right. And I saw the work, but mm-hmm. I was still angry because mm-hmm. i was hoping that my daughter would be here mm-hmm. so I, I don't want to tell it i want to just encourage someone if you're angry at god i know you can go back to him and ask for forgiveness because mm-hmm. i have to do that for myself as well mm-hmm. so i just want to encourage somebody be strong mm-hmm. if you're if it's the case where you're gonna have to cry cry about it Mm. If you want to scream, scream it out. Yeah. Um, if you want to be by yourself, do that. But it's not mm-hmm. always the best thing for you. Yeah. You need support mm-hmm. because it's not 
rough time. It yeah. is very rough. You know, yeah. to lose a child you have brought into the world for such a long time, as in like 17 years, is really hard. Mm-hmm. And no matter what age, if it's from 1 to 17 to 99, it's gonna be hard to lose mm. somebody you and truly love. Yeah. So I'm just encouraging somebody today. Don't do it by yourself. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. It's never good to be alone and mm. going through grief because you will definitely have suicidal thoughts. Mm. Because at some point, I just didn't want to leave. I was saying that I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Because you know, I was a single parent for my daughter for so long, yeah. and you know, I lost her. And I was saying, God, I can't do this, I can't, I don't want to live. But I'm telling others if you have other children, please mm-hmm. try to live for that child, mm-hmm. live, um, put your best out for that other child. You know, I know it's not going to be easy because you're thinking about the child that you lost, but you just have to put yourself together. Mm-hmm. Seek counseling if you need counseling because I know you can't go into depression because I was depressed at some point in time. Mm-hmm. I was so depressed at one point I didn't want to do anything and I was just crying. I had to take sleeping pills because mm-hmm. the pain was there always and it's like no matter what I did, mm-hmm. I couldn't I could I could get over it. I was saying I just don't want to make it. But to be honest, you have to go on. Um, the process is going to be long. It's mm-hmm. going to be hard because you have to think about not just you anymore. It, it, it's about your, it's about the other persons in your life, like your loved one, your family, your friends. All of those people, you just need the support. So please, I'm, yeah. I'm telling somebody, don't try to be um, suicidal. Please yeah. talk to somebody, reach out to somebody, if it's even a friend. If it's even somebody you don't know, seek counseling. Just yeah. seek counseling. Mm-hmm. You, will get, you will get there at one point, but just yeah. trust the process. Mm-hmm. It will all work out. Lovely. Thank you so much. You're so strong. And I am just happy that you, like I said, that you have the support and that you are still, you know, trying, still working on you and for everything for um, Zadine. And I just really pray for more strength for you as you go along. Uh, Thank you so much. Um, This was, it was emotional, but um, we made it. And yes. um, thank you for sharing. And I know that this will definitely help somebody because even though we're different people and we're in different places of the world, our stories are similar. And right. So, yes, it is. Yeah. And so it's always good to just hear from somebody else, you know, um, who has a similar story like yourself. So please let me hear your, you know, I like to end on the platform with affirmations so let me hear your i am for today or this week 
All right, my I am. I have so many I ams for today. <laughs> my I am is I am strong. Amen. You are. I am strong. Mm-hmm. And you know, folks, you have to tell yourself on a daily yeah. that you are strong. Yep. That you can do it. Because mm-hmm. if, if you don't tell yourself, no one else will. Mm-hmm. So just end your day on the i am strong i will make it yes and yes, you'll yes. be good and you'll be good wow today you see what's your motivational speaker <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks, thanks for having me thank you Was for sharing yes thank you for sharing and i just really hope you know this part of you just speaking out because you always have this to listen this will also help with your um acceptance process so you know i'm happy um that yeah. you were able to share thank you yes. okay you're all welcome right. all right have a good day same to you all right yeah bash all right so if you made it this far then you are one of my favorite humans i'd also like to think that you enjoyed this episode so do me a favor no and rate review and subscribe to this podcast so you can be one of the first to be notified when a new episode is available also tell a friend to tell a friend and grow with us i hope something resonates with you from this episode so you can use it to your advantage and keep going blessings always